Welcome to the Crazy Beautiful Life Podcast. I'm your host, B, and I'm all about living life out loud and on purpose. We cover so many different topics in this podcast, from lifestyle, fitness, motivation, inspiration, sustainability, environmentalism, women's health advocacy, and so much more. I drink a lot of coffee because my life is crazy, but it's beautiful, and I'm so excited that you're here to join me. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Crazy Beautiful Life podcast. Happy Monday. I love that we get to share this time together, especially amongst all the chaos that's going on in the world. I just find it really special to come together, even if it's just one hour a week, and talk about something other than everything that's on the news. Today is a very special day because we have a wonderful guest. We're so delighted to welcome the essential oil queen, the ditch and switch master, Beck, and the hippie house. Welcome. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me, Beth. I am so excited to be here and, like you said, to talk about anything and everything but what's actually going on in the world right now. So I'm very, very excited to be here. Thank you for having me. No problem. I'm happy that we finally got to do this and got it figured out. Um, For those who don't know, Beck and I are recording remotely. We're not together. Um, And this is the first podcast that I've done like this. So if the audio sounds kind of weird or different than what you're used to, just go with it. Um, We are going to cover a lot of different topics today, and I encourage everyone to go into them with a completely open mind. We're going to talk about some really valuable things, and there are a lot of skeptics, um, but you're a skeptic until you are a 100% believer like me. So keep an open mind. We're going to cover a lot of stuff. So grab a coffee, get nice and cozy. Um, We're going to cover Beck's amazing, incredible story and her journey to getting to where she is. Then we're going to talk about the day in the life of the hippie house, which is super cool. I'm excited to learn about that and just all of the ways that Beck uses different natural things in her daily life. And then we're going to get into, I don't know, a little little mushy section where we talk about just finding your calling and inspiration and so much more. So let's get into it. Number one, um, just introduce yourself, Beck. Let us know who you are and what you're up to. Thanks. So, yeah, I'm back um, here at the Hippie House. I honestly believe I was put on this earth to help people and to love on people. And so my whole life, I have like, it's just been my mission to help as many people as I can in any way possible. In elementary school, I was always a part of like charities and collecting things for certain causes. And then it's same into high school did the same thing. And then all of a sudden it was time for college and to apply for what I wanted to do for my career and the rest of my life. And all of the things that I narrowed down were in the profession of helping people. And um, it got, it was tricky. I originally, I was torn between paramedic and child youth worker and I ended up going with child youth worker. And I'm so glad that I went to school for that. And so my program was three years. I graduated with my advanced diploma and pretty much right out of college, I got my, at the time, what my dream career was. And that was at the school board. Um, I landed full-time permanent, which meant benefits, pension, all the shiny things that could come with that job and my summers off. 
And I was so fulfilled in terms of the kids and all my placements in school, everything met my needs in terms of what I was doing with the children and youth. It was the, hmm, the systems that I really, really struggled with. And so for a good two and a half years of my life coming out of college, I was constantly in this battle between how I wanted to practice and how I wanted to support people and how on paper and in terms of like rules and regulations, how I was to support them. And so I really like my bucket. I, we always call it it's like, you want to fill people's buckets. And as much as I was filling my kids buckets, my bucket was being drained every single day. And so it just, from that time of my life, it just made me reflect inwards and made me like, okay, back, like, what do you want to do? Like, how can you fill your bucket and everybody else's bucket? Because if I kept going the route I was going, oh my gosh, I would be burnt out in no time. And so, yeah, I really, really believe in meeting people where they're at. And that is such a huge part of who I am as a person because I don't know. I just, it's so, it's such an important thing for me. And that like, I, I don't want to get too far into all the things yet because I know we have other things to talk about, but that's really at the root of who I am is I'm a lover of love. I meet people where they are, where they are at. And that really guides me in all that I do. So when did you sort of realize that it was time to, to leave that dream job that you thought you wanted? Um, I think going to work crying every day and leaving and crying my whole way home and being miserable, that was like, that was, that was the wake up call that I needed. Um, but it, it was weeks and months of living that way and not realizing that that, oh, this isn't normal and this isn't how you should be going to and from like your dream job. And so that was definitely the turning point. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people sort of have that realization because, you think you have it all figured out until you get there and you're like, oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and something really interesting that you you talked about before when we were chatting um, was the 40-40-40. Can you sort of explain that? Because that just like struck me in my gut <laughs> and I'll never forget it. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love, love, love that analogy. So the 40-40-40 is um, to work 40 hours a week for 40 years of your life to retire on 40% of your income. And so once I realized that that was even a thing, I was like, okay, so I need to follow this 40, 40 plan, be miserable. Only two years in, I still got 38 more years at least to go. And, and then what to say, Oh, I retired with a pension and benefits. Look at me. I was miserable for X amount of years just to say, I have that like, no way. And so that was also what kind of led me down the path of network marketing. And I know we're going to get into that. Um, but that like when network marketing came into my life, I was like, this is like, this is my freedom. This is my opportunity to get out of this like cubicle scheme, the 40, 40 plan, whatever you want to call it. That was like, okay, it's now or never. Like I got to go for this. So when did, um, when did that idea of like the hippie house and getting out of that when did that sort of come into your mind were you still working at the school um so what how what sort of started the hippie house and this new lifestyle that you're on yeah so yeah so I was still at the school board 
because right when I came out of college is kind of when I got introduced to Young Living and Essential Oils. And we'll touch on that more um, in a minute. But basically, I was a huge skeptic, a non-believer, kind of like what you said, Beth, like similar to you. And I think we all start that way of like, these people are crazy. It's witchcraft. <laughs> like, and until you do it yourself and then you're like, oh, shit, like they're, they work. These people aren't crazy. And now I have a whole wall of oils, too. And I'm in the club. Um, and so I was relying on them for my anxiety and my emotions because uh, they were out of control. And so the business side of, you know, young living, because you don't have to do the business to love the products and have the products change your life. And my mom was like, back, like, let's do this business. And I'm like, hell no, I didn't go to like business school. I'm not a salesperson. I don't know how to do this. And then I just started naturally sharing because you sharing is caring. These oils changed my life and it was a disservice not to share with people. And so all of a sudden I started getting these accidental paychecks and I'm like, what? Like I didn't do anything. Why am I getting paid? Like, cool, I'll take it. And then it kind of clicked and I was like, oh my gosh, I hardly did anything and I got paid. So imagine what I'm going to get paid when I actually try. And so then that's when my breaks every waking minute that I had when I was at work that I was not tied to a child or youth that I was not you know front line when I was kind of tucked away in my office I was hustling um all my breaks all my lunch hours I everybody was like you're so antisocial. you're always in your office and I was like I'm building my empire in my office like I'm using this time wisely because I'm getting the hell out like I'm I'm freeing myself and so it did start um, there and then like March break, summer break, all of that was just like time to really hunker down. And I, I haven't looked back. Love it. How did the essential oils come into your life? So this is like my favorite story ever. Um, because I was really, really against them and I never ever envisioned myself using them and especially to the extent that I use them now. And so, um, I need to, talk about my mom. Um, she is like this superwoman warrior, like my bestest friend ever. And I've always looked up to her. And so she has lived with Crohn's disease for like her whole life. And so she's always struggled, always been on horrendous medications. Her quality of life sucked for a really, really long time because of the side effects from these drugs. And so uh, probably, I think we're about three years ago now. Hmm maybe four, four years ago now, she was diagnosed with a brain tumor. And in order for them to operate on her tumor, they had to take her off of her Crohn's medication. And anyways, it's a really, really long story. But basically, the short of the long is she, um, the tumor was removed successfully. Wow. And yeah, and she is now she's put herself into remission with essential oils and diet and she so she's on no more Crohn's medication she's on no pain medication and she's completely transformed like our whole home and like in turn because once you kind of like go down the rabbit hole like you're you're sucked in and you're in and so then all of a sudden there was no more fragrances and no more chemicals and no more toxic cleaners and no more perfume and no more candles and all of these things and so I, at the time I'm like, Oh my gosh, she's crazy. Like I'm not one for change. And she was changing like everything in our home. So I'm like, yo, what are you doing? And, um, I remember because all of everything that was happening for her was, there was so much in my life that was happening as a result of 
you know, coming out of that as a family, that was a traumatic thing for all of us to live through. And so coming out of college, having my mom back home, having her in recovery and just things not, you know, being our normal really had me like spiraling down, like for the worst. Like I was about to go down a path that I don't even know where I would be today if my mom didn't step in and say, hey, why don't you come and learn about essential oils? And I was like, yo, like, you're crazy. I don't want to come to one of your little circle things. Like, no. And she was like, please just come. Like, before you go to the doctors, like, just just come. And so I was like, fine, can I bring a friend? So the only reason that I went was because I got to bring a friend. And I'm so thankful that I went. And I'm a wire. So I ask why until I can't ask why anymore. And I went into that evening like I'm going to take this girl down with my questions. Like, like I'm going to stump her. I'm going to make her look dumb. Like I'm going to whatever. Like I was out to get this girl that was sharing about essential oils. And by the end of it, I was like my foot was in my mouth. I had nothing to say. I had no questions because she answered them all. And I was like, all right, like I'm in, let's do this. And so from that night, I haven't looked back. Um, People always ask me, they're like, how long did it take you to get your anxiety kind of under control with the oils? Honestly, they work immediately. Like I noticed a difference right away, which is why I think I went so hard, like so into it so hard so fast because I was like, oh my gosh, like this is the missing link. And so in terms of like a routine, probably about three to six months to really hone in and figure out you know, what was working for me and my anxiety, but it was instant. Wow. That's incredible too about your mom. I honestly can't believe that because I I also know people with Crohn's and that is something that's really, really hard to deal with. Yeah. Really hard. And the fact that she's able to control it with two natural alternatives is just insane. Like it just blows my mind. Yeah. I mean, and now she's incorporated um, exercise as well, which for the longest time, they weren't clearing her to do anything. They like, like, you know, conventional medicine was like, you stay at home, you stay in bed, you pump this drug through you. And this is your quality of life. And she's like, "Mm, no. And so on her own terms, she reintroduced um, exercise into her life. And she is just she's thriving. And it's so beautiful. And you know, and that was the point when it clicked for me, because when I went into learning about essential oils, I'm like, okay, if they're this great, there's no side effects, then why isn't this the norm? Why isn't this what everybody is doing? I just don't get it. And, you know, when it comes down to it, and through the research that I've done, the conversations that I've had with people, it comes down to big pharma, you cannot patent a seed, you cannot make money off of a plant. Yeah, some essential oils might be a little more expensive than others. And there's good reason for that. And we can go into that. But I'll save it. And so my mom, like I always just use the example my mom's Remicade infusions for her Crohn's was $10,000 every six weeks. It blows my and mind. now, right. And now she's eating better and she's like, she's learned how to like prep in a way that's actually st- like cheaper than what we were eating before. And she's using a bottle of Diagize, which is like 45 bucks for a 15 mil bottle. And that's lasting her a year because you dilute your oils. You like, we make them last way longer than, you know, just using them right from the bottle. And so you compare $45 to $10,000 every six weeks. There's no comparison. Like that's that, insane. That's huge. Yeah. yeah. That is insane. I actually started using Digize as well because I'm lactose intolerant. And I was like, you know what? Let's just give this a whirl because I'm going to eat cheese. I love cheese. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. <laughs> and I just put the roller top on and I roll it on and we're ready to rumble. It, it just works like a charm. I love it. Right? It's 
beautiful. It's like a warm little hug. Yeah. Might not smell the greatest, but you know what? <laughs> it does the job. <laughs> it's phenomenal. So you start using oils while you're in college or after college? After college. After college. But you're working at the school. Yeah. And then you decide that you're not being fulfilled at the school. It's not really, yeah. you're not able to help people in the way that you want to help people. So you decide to go another route. Let's talk about that other route and the the places you've gone, the things you've seen, the opportunities you've had, the people you've had in your home. I, I just, I love it all. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So um, coming, so I want to rewind a little bit because I was, so as a child youth worker, like and using the oils for myself, a lot of the challenges that the kids that I was supporting, I was like, oh my gosh, like it's a little Rebecca, like I can help you and I have oils for you. And so the school was really supportive of me diffusing, not a, topically applying to kids, obviously, because the, all the rules and regulations, heaven forbid I put anything natural on a child. Um, but anyways, and so health and safety eventually got involved and it got to the point where like it, it just got really, really bad. And so I was like, okay. It's time to get out of here. And so that's when I was like, okay, I need to make this happen, but how can I do it, you know, sustainably? Because my partner, Sean, and I, we had just bought a house. So I'm mm -hmm. like, great. Like now what? I'm miserable. I'm not happy. My heart is pulling me the way of young living and essential oils. But financially, I just, I was like, I need, like, how can I make this happen? And so then my wheels got turning and the hippie house was an idea for months and months and months and months before it ever even came to fruition and public knowledge. Like even before like Sean knew and like Pete, like my closest friends knew, like it was like, it's been there for a while. And so basically, um, I just, I, what was it? I think my turning point, there was an issue with a colleague and, I emailed the school board and I was like, I quit. <laughs> like, I'm done. <laughs> As of the end of the school year, I'm done. And it was such like a leap of faith because I had the summer where, you know, cause we get our summer off anyway. So I was like, okay, I really have two months to like fully give this a go. And then if all has failed, I'm going to have to apply and do something part-time. And so I put in my two weeks or I put in my time. I was done at the end of June. And then I had about two weeks where I was solely young living and doing oils. And then I got scared. And then I applied to start working at a group home. And I was working part time. So I definitely freed myself a little bit more than, you know, I did like previously. And then come January. So this January, January 29. Uh, no, December 2019. I was like, OK, I need to free myself for good. I need to run with this. And so. In between the school board, I mean, I'm all over the place. Sorry, guys. This is how my brain, this is how my brain works. Welcome to my brain. Um, <laughs> um, so in between the school board and the group home is when I launched the hippie house. So I launched the hippie house in October. And then by December, I was officially done. I was like, okay, it's time to just solely do this. And a lot of it was, you know, I had my own personal blocks to work through. It wasn't, it was more than just a leap of faith. It was, am I worthy of this? Am I like, do people actually want to hear my voice? Does my voice matter? And there was a lot of uh, like self-development, personal development that I had to do to be able to be strong enough to follow through with it. And so January 1st, 2020, I was, I officially brought myself home and I've been home-based ever since. Um, I do still practice child and youth care because child and youth care, it will forever be 
like my heart and my soul and I I love it but now I do it privately so I support clients where there's no outside rules and regulations and I get to practice in a way that fills my bucket when I'm with my clients and then the rest of my time is oils and doing things to support our beautiful mother and I I feel so in alignment and I absolutely love where I'm at and what I've built for myself. I love that. And the word alignment is like everywhere in this whole podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All of my episodes, I'm like alignment, alignment. Yeah. I love that word. Yeah. It's so good. Um, So what about some like opportunities maybe that you've been able to experience or like a sense of community or people that you've been able to be introduced to places you've gone things like that that you've done through young living in the hippie house yeah so okay so first of all I'm going to touch on the young living side of things and then I'll touch on the hippie house side of things because they are like the same umbrella but they're the opportunities that come with both are completely different so young living why I align with Young Living is because they go above and beyond organic standards. They're they're so sustainable. Everything they do meets my hippie soul's needs in so many ways. So that's like reason number one why I align with them. Number two, they own all their own farms and their distilleries. They're a global company. So we have a farm in British Columbia and Oman, Ecuador, France, Croatia, literally everywhere. And I love to travel. So I'm like, perfect. Now I have an excuse to travel like all over the world. And so Young Living, when you run with the business, they actually give you like free trips when you um, hit certain ranks and do certain things. And so right off the hop, my mom and I qualified for a free trip to our farm in Utah. And oh my gosh, it was the most beautiful thing to actually see these farms, these distilleries, meet the farmers, ask the questions and see a company walking the walk and meeting people that are like forever friends that live all over this world that just happen to be there at the same time. And so that was like my first experience, um, like seeing what Young Living has to offer in person at one of the actual farms and, you know, getting my hands dirty. I got to plant some clary sage and it was so, so cool. Um, Young Living has brought me to back to Utah. So I've been to our farm in Utah twice. Young Living has brought me to Nashville um, for a really awesome conference um, with a bunch of other oilers. And then in terms of like just my own with Young Living, like I always tell people like you don't just get your starter kit, like you get it, like you get a family. It's like a package deal. You get welcomed into the online Facebook groups and I'm always doing in-person stuff. And so Obviously, right now that's I'm 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 pivoting, as <laughs> we would say, <laughs> and so I'm doing a lot of like online Zoom calls and stuff to make up for that. But when like this is over, there was like this meme today that I saw, and it's like for all of you non-huggers, like just be ready for all of us huggers because I'm gonna hold the door open for you, and then you're gonna get a hug, and you're and yeah. Anyways, squirrel. I saw that. Um, it was so funny. <laughs> that's me too. I was talking with one of my friends, and I was like, I hope after all this is over, like people aren't afraid to hug because I just yeah. want to hug everyone <laughs> so, for so long. I want to hug them so tight. I just, I need that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm so, I'm so ready. So ready. <laughs> <laughs> but until then, Zoom call has been where it's at. But prior to, I was, I just was like, if you guys want to learn about oils, like tell me where you're at and I'm going to come to your house. So that took me up to Elliott Lake, which is like 18, no, not 18 hours. That's Thunder Bay. Um, I think it was like six or seven hours north from like Peterborough, which is where we left from. And so that was really cool to be able to go up and teach workshops there. I've been all over 
like the Kawartha Lakes teaching workshops and meeting people like I and it's funny because I always when I look back to high school and elementary school it was shit oh my gosh girls were so mean and we were always comparing always fighting always it was never nice we were never cheering each other on or maybe they're I mean my girlfriends are gonna listen to this and be like what like (laughs) no I had my friends like I had good girlfriends and my little support network, but overall, like the energy was quite competitive. And so now I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I'm surrounded by like hundreds of women all day, every day. We're constantly cheering each other on. There is no cat fights. There is no nothing. And it's so beautiful to be a part of a community that like everybody truly gives a shit about everybody. And there is no, there's no competition. Yeah. And when it comes to the business side of it, cause we're all running our own businesses and it's not like, Oh, like you shared the love with two people this month and I didn't share with anybody. And Oh, like, I'm going to be salty now. Like it, there is none of that. And that is why I love this so much. And that's why I share it because I would never share something with anybody that didn't align (laughs) with me. And, you know, and what I, I believe in because I'm not about cattiness and comparing and looking perfect on the outside. Like it's real and it's raw. It's life. And that is, why I love it. Yeah, I love that. I I definitely know what you're talking about too with just cattiness in high school. Like you you have your friends, but then it's just like girls are mean, girls are competitive. Yeah. And then you sort of get to this age and once you get in the right communities and you're like, Oh wow, like we really all can support each other. We really all can thrive. Like I even had girls um who messaged me because for one of my courses I chose to do a podcast instead of a paper. So that's where the estrogen empire came in. And these girls actually sent me a message and they were like, Hey, we just wanted to let you know that we are also going to do a podcast, but we wanted to run it past you because we didn't want you to feel like we were stepping on your toes. And I was like, first of all, that's so freaking nice. Second of all, you go girl, you start that podcast, you put that stuff out there because we can all succeed. We can all thrive. It's not like, Oh, well, she's doing this and I'm doing this. Yeah. So I am there less than, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I, I definitely see where you're coming yeah. from with that. And yeah. then let's talk about the ranking because a lot of people have really differing opinions about multi-level marketing, but sort of the way I see it is like everything is moving online. Everything. Yeah. It was online before all of this happened. Now all of this happened and we're like, wow, everything literally is online. We see Amazon, like Amazon's yeah. market went crazy like when they first launched because people like doing things online. And so many people have so much to say about multi-level marketing when they've never actually done it. So maybe yeah. you could talk about that a wee bit. Yeah, I would love to because, you know, it's it really is a passion of mine now. And because I was once the person that was like, Oh, it's a pyramid scheme. And this is a joke. And it's a cult and whatever. And all the all the stereotypical things that you know, a lot of people jump to conclusions on. And so it is not a pyramid scheme, those are illegal. And I make more money than people who are above above me, if you will. And so the way that it works is like you, you, you get paid what you work for. Like it's not a get rich quick scheme. You don't get in and you make all this money. I always say it's like a four year career and 
it's, so it's like basically you work your ass off for four years and then after that four years is up, you, it starts to like, Oh, okay. Like now it's paying off and I'm making like $50,000 plus a month. Whereas right now, and I think too, again, for like our generation, you know, a lot of our like starting paying jobs are honestly, it's a joke. Um, like when I was working for the school board, even though I had the pension the benefits, all the things like I was bringing home like 2,500 bucks a month. Like that is not a hard income to replace. And so yeah. with Young Living, um, I, like, so there's, so you, I'll tell you the ranks quickly and you guys can, um, connect with myself or Beth or Google it and like have a better visual for you. But there's star, senior star, executive, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, crown diamond, royal crown diamond. And basically, so okay, I should have given a number, um, beside each. So like stars, like 70 bucks a month, senior star, like 250 executives, like 500, um, silver is like 1500 to like 2000 gold's like 5,000, 6,000 a month. Platinum's like 15,000 a month gold, um, diamonds, like 20 to 35,000 a month. And then wow. it gets to, like, yeah, it, get, it just keeps going. And it, it seems like, oh my gosh, that's like, that's like what I make in a year. Mm-hmm. And so I remember when I got started, I was like, once I'm like gold or platinum, I can bring myself home. Like that'll be like 6,000 bucks a month. That'll bring me home. That'll be perfect. And then as I got running my business, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can bring myself home at silver. Like, and the silver is not, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, it was easy. And like, whatever, like you got to work it. Like it's not something that just falls into place, but given you know, what, what I did to get there. Like if, you know, if people want to listen, people want to bring themselves home. Like I can tell you what I did and I guarantee you that it's going to bring you home too. Um, you're going to have your own twist to it because like, again, like be authentic. But when we talk about people coming to you and me, like, can I like, Oh, that was a great idea. Can I do that? It's like, yeah, go for it. Like you have a whole different follower base than I do like copy and paste it and make it your own for all I care. Like, like when we talk about, you know, like income producing activities, like I don't want to recreate something that's already been created. So like, let's just share it and rise together because this is for everyone. And so the business model is amazing. It's willable income. So I can put my young living account into my will for my future children, for my partner. So if anything, yeah. So like if anything ever happens, that income is forever, it's residual. And so like, even right now, like I'm bringing in like, three grand a month. That's more than I brought in when I was at the school board. And then, right. Like, so it really, once that clicked and I started thinking big with the, you know, lower ranks, have you will like, and that's the thing, like recently I'm really like supporting people and I'm like, don't get hung up on like the big ranks because the big ranks are right in front of us. And just because it's not like the ninth rank of young living, like you can bring yourself home. Mm-hmm. I did it. I bought a house and this is my income. Yeah, that's just phenomenal. And I think a lot of people are so quick to jump to these conclusions. But then when you actually have that that person who is real and genuine and who did it like you, it just goes to show that it, it's possible. And like I remember when you first started, I was like, oh, cool. Beck's doing oils and stuff on Instagram. And then I saw like, oh, Beck just got some really cool silver ranking thing. Like, what's that about? And it was like, you were doing oils and then you were silver. <laughs> like, yeah, it went so fast. So where did the hippie house come from and like play into all of this? So when I share the love of Young Living and oils, I always tell people, because I like splurge. I just like, it's like verbal diarrhea. And I'm like, I want to tell you everything there is to know about oils. 
And so it can be like really overwhelming. And so I'm always like, guys, you know, ground yourself in the thought of like one change a week is 52 changes in a year. That is a lot of changes. So when we're starting to dive into oils, like maybe you diffuse this week and then maybe next week you make a rollerball and then, you know, like you're switching things out slowly and slowly and no slow and steady. And so then when I started to think about my journey, because I'm forever evolving, I'm not, I don't sit here and I'm like, Oh, I know everything about oils. I know everything about the environment. I'm perfect. And I don't have anything else to change. Like, Oh my gosh, when I look at like, even right now, when we're having this call where I look at where I am and where I want to go, there is still so many things that I want to do, but it's one change a week is 52 changes in a year. And so as that kind of like became like my compass and all that I was doing, I was like, Oh my gosh, like, why am I not documenting my journey? Because how many people want to get rid of chemicals and toxins? How many people want to use sustainable products? How many people want to reduce their waste as much as possible, but think about it and are like, Oh my gosh. And I think even, you know, when we think about stereotypes, I think when people think about this lifestyle that, you know, I am now living, I think a lot of people go, I can't afford it. Yeah. And that is such bullshit because you like, I, I feel like I save money. Like I, when I look at what I was spending my money on before, like we vote with our dollar. Mm-hmm. And so now I vote with my dollar wisely. I do. Yeah. Maybe I read a little bit more on companies before I buy, but that's my own personal preference. You can still, you know, start switching out in this lifestyle without doing your research, without reading and whatever. Um, and so that's really what was at the heart of the hippie house was just bringing people along as I'm ditching and switching all of the things. And so I'm like, it's like, I'm literally doing it with everybody. It's not like I, you know, I'm just like pretending like it's happening in my life right now. There are still things in my home that I need to switch out. And so it's been so much fun to bring that like into fruition and to share that with everybody. And, you know, like next steps, my diet and my exercise, like there as like being, you know, like a holistic being, there are so many parts of us that make up, you know, who we are and oils and the products that I'm using and, you know, being sustainable and going green. That's, that's two parts of who I am and what I believe in. And then there's still, there's so many other parts of me that I haven't even ventured down those avenues yet so I'm really excited to have the hippie house you know as the core so I can just keep naturally guiding people with one change a week is 52 changes in a year small changes make big changes and it's possible for everyone yeah yeah I think a lot of people think that sustainability and all of those things and you know eco minimalism and buying responsibly buying ethically they think that it's so expensive and like I deal with this a lot at Patagonia, obviously, like so, so, so much like our clothes are expensive, but we can tell people, you know, who made them, where they came from, how much the workers are that got paid that made that jacket. And then we can also tell you like how durable the item is, how long it's going to last. So although sometimes you might have to invest in reusable pads up front that are, you know, $50 or a $350 jacket from Patagonia, they're going to last you a lot longer. So it's always like you have to pay that up front, but then you get that monetary payoff in the long run. And it ends up being a lot better for you, a lot better for the environment. And then in terms of like health and wellness, a lot better for your health. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I love that because like, it's so true. Everything that like the, the hippie house is ditch and switch. There is that initial investment. And I think to a lot of 
you know, being on this journey and doing the ditching and switching is it's helping people realize that they matter enough to put themselves first. Because for years, I always thought, oh, I'm just one person. What is me doing this going to actually do for the environment? Oh, oops, I just littered. No biggie. One person. Eh. And then all of a sudden, this switch happened within as I kept, you know, going down this rabbit hole and learning all these things. And I was like, Oh my damn. I'm like, Beck, you are one person. Like you can make change. Like, like my one, like, like, okay. How do I say this? I'm like the tense that I'm meaning it. But like, <laughs> so you as your person, like you, like each of us have our own voice and we can make huge impacts with that. And so it's kind of like, I went from the glass half empty being like, Oh yeah, I'm just one person. And now I'm like the glass half full. And I'm like, I am one, like, unreal person and I'm going to make change and I'm using my voice for good. And even just what I've done in the last, well, since October, not even a year yet. And seeing the ripple effect of people changing their lives and getting into oils, getting into (laughs) sustainable things and doing these ditches and switches. It's like, Oh my gosh, imagine I never like, what if I didn't believe in myself? Like what if that switch didn't happen? Like how many people would, not be using what they're using now. And it's so, so beautiful. It's crazy that you just said the ripple because you literally just read my mind. (laughs) (laughs) That was actually weird. I was like, I'm going to talk about the ripple effect. And then you were like, I can see the ripple effect that just happened. But yeah, I read this book called Sacred Powers. You have to read it. You would love it. Um, And it talks about the power of your ripple. So you have the potential to make your ripple whatever you want your ripple to be. And every time you walk into a room and you walk back out of that room, you leave a ripple in that room or you talk to, you know, the person at the grocery store that's scanning your apples or whatever it may be. You always have a ripple and it can be a positive ripple or it can be a negative ripple. And um, just sort of making sure that your ripple is something that's going to better other people. And I talked about this in a previous podcast where we all follow influencers. We all follow people online, but you know, what are they influencing? Are they influencing a positive ripple or a negative ripple? And I think that you're influencing a really positive ripple. Um, just with everything in general, that comes out of the, the hippie house. I've never like once read something and been like, Hmm, like this, I'm not sure this is something that is promoting something good. Never. Like it's always about like, whether it be like body positivity, health, wellness, sustainability, the the ripple's always been positive. And I think everyone needs to really believe in the impact of their ripple. Because if we all get into this mentality of, you know, I'm one person, what good can I do for the world? Then no good will come. And in terms of like environmentalism and stuff too, is like if we had like 100 people doing zero waste perfectly, that'd be great. But what would be even better would be 100,000 people doing zero waste halfway. Oh, absolutely. I have chills as you say that. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because that ripple is going to be way bigger and that's going to reach way more people. Yeah. Um, And then even with like oils and stuff like me, you know, telling my mom that I just learned in a Zoom call the other day that lavender is a natural antihistamine. And like, then she's going to tell someone else and that's going to tell someone else. And then we have this sort of positive ripple going on and on and on where, you know, that one little bottle of lavender, that's going to last me so much longer than like a million of those, like, you know, like these like packs, (laughs) these like metal packs of antihistamines that are just going in the garbage, taking up space, never to be used again. Um, So I think that's something that's really interesting. So let's get into a day in the hippie house. (laughs) 
Like, what do you do when you wake up? What oils are you using? What other ditch and switches are part of your day? Oh my gosh. Are you guys ready? (laughs) (laughs) So it's so funny because literally like two days ago, well, one thing since, you know, being like at home, I've made it my mission to continue getting up every day and getting ready. Like I would be going out and doing whatever I was doing before, because that's really keeping me grounded. And so anyways, there's a point to why I share this. So my partner, Sean, he came to the bathroom like the one day and he, he wanted to me to go outside with him or do something. And I was like, Oh, like I'm just putting on my roller balls. Like I'm, I'll be a second. So he stands in the doorway and he's never like watched my routine. And so I'm rolling them on. And then like a few minutes go by and I'm still rolling oils on. And he was like, how many, like, how many more oils like are you putting on like like do you actually put this many on every day I'm like yeah because I have these two shelves in the bathroom that are lined up of roller balls and so I guess he thought that those were just like there for when and if I needed them which some of them are but majority of them I they're going on my body every which way and so in that moment it had me step back and like actually reflect on my routine and what I do because it's so autopilot now like I don't even think twice about it in terms of my routine like even when I tell you right now what it consists of like you guys are probably like oh my gosh this girl is crazy and don't get stuck in the comparison trap because this I didn't just start oiling and have these two shelves of rollerballs and all these products that I'm using now it was one change a week is 50 changes in a year and so even my rollerballs is just one at a time so now it's like this collection of like 20 rollerballs that I put on every day in the morning and there's reason for it, but it started really, really small. So I just wanted to remind you guys of that. Ground yourself and root yourselves in one change a week is 52 changes in a year and apply that lens as I bring you through a day in the life of the hippie house because everything that I'm telling you has been um, a really slow introduction. So I wake up and I have my diffusers usually going in the morning still because um, Young Living diffusers run for 10 hours um, on one minute, off one minute, four hours or eight hours. So at bedtime, I always select the 10 hour option. That way, when I wake up, it's still going. And so I'm always just feeling real good in the morning. I start with affirmations every single day. I will never, ever not do that in my journal. And then Valor. So Valor is my oil that I start my day with. And Valor is unicorn power in a bottle, guys. Like this oil was like one of my gateway oils when I refer to gateway oil. Everybody will have one once you start oiling. And it's kind of like the oil that's like, damn, these things work. And now there's no going back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. So Valor um, and my affor- like, so I have an affirmation deck of cards. So I start my day with those two things every single day. Then I make my way to my bathroom and I use all things Young Living um, for my face scrub, my face like cleanser and my acne spot treatment. Um, I make my own face serum, my hair care, same thing. Um, My favorite place to apply essential oils is on my crown chakra. So this is like the powerhouse of a spot for applying essential oils, your crown chakra and down your spine um down our spine because that's where all of our nerve endings are so it's really really powerful when we're leaning on things for emotional support to apply them there and so I always put three drops of whatever oil calls to me that day so I I just use my intuition like it's like my little I have this like really deep relationship with my little bottles of essential oils and for those of you who are oilers oilers will understand that 
quirky little relationship that you have with them. And if not, then that's okay. You can think I'm crazy until, until it happens to you. And <laughs> yeah, until it gets you. <laughs> yeah, it'll happen. I promise. Um, and so I pick what everyone calls me. I put it on my crown chakra and then we move into my, so I have some tinctures that I make. So I ingest my essential oils. Um, when it comes to ingesting them, um, you can make them like veggie caps and, um, ingest them that way. But I was like, this is time consuming and I don't want to. So now I just have this like tincture with like some almond oil and I add my essential oils that I want to ingest in. And so I ingest thieves every single day. Um, thieves is amazing for our immune system for all things, sick, flu, bacteria, virus, everything. And so especially right now, I like double up on that. And then I have another, um, tincture that I do that's for like, um, inflammation in the body and just overall health and wellness. So I do that. And then I moved my rollerballs because my tinctures, I don't want to brush my teeth right after I put my tinctures in my mouth because then I'm going to brush my teeth and like spit it all out. So I want to give it a chance to really absorb in. And the reason I do it before I brush my teeth is because honestly, I just would rather not have to take them with after I just brush my teeth. Cause that like, that's just too much taste going on. So yeah, <laughs> that's why I do it that way. Um, so then going into my rollerball routine, um, I'll share the names with you. I'm going to just do quick, really, really brief, brief on each of them. So for my hormones, um, and PMS, anything like that. So I use these rollerballs every single day, whether I'm PMSing or not, or on my period, whatever. So hormones and period support, I use Progressin's Phyto Plus, Endoflex, Clary Sage, and Dragon Time. And I roll those on my abdomen. And for Endoflex, I put it on my thyroid and my adrenal glands. And then I use Sacred Frankincense, Joy, Energy, and Orange. Those are oils that I use for um, emotional support where I put them down my spine and over my heart, on my stomach. Orange is beautiful for anxiety in adults, um, and it actually, like, cleanses your liver. So not only is when I put it on my stomach is it supporting my anxiety, but it's also naturally supporting my liver as well. And then I have, like, a whole shelf of emotional oils. So all of these ones um, have a very specific spot where I put them. Some go on my ears, some go around my belly button, under my nose, um, my thymus, my spine, like temples, wrists, they all like <laughs> everywhere. It's a, yeah, they're everywhere. And like I said, you know, I added one into my routine at a time. So when you look at it for like at a glance, you're like, Oh my gosh, how does she remember where to put it? Well, I just, you just know it's like your, whatever your morning routine is right now. If you like step back and look at it, you just know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's the same thing as I share this with you. So Vetiver, Northern Lights, Black Spruce, Peace and Calming, White Angelica, Valor, Surrender, Awaken, Present Time, Magnify Your Purpose, Release, Inner Child, Harmony. Um, What else is there? Yeah, that's literally every day, all day, those are on me. Whoa. Yeah, whoa, that's a lot. (laughs) Then, (laughs) so that's just my morning. There's still oils happening throughout the day. Okay. (laughs) So then... For again, and and, like all the bottles, everything I'm using, I'm upcycling my bottles. I am using like my bamboo toothbrush and all that stuff. And so when it comes to my 
teeth. I love Young Living stuff. It is so good. It's like fluoride free. It's free of all the things that we don't want to brush our teeth with. And it does its job. But also the toothpaste is what I use as my deodorant. And it is like the best deodorant that I've ever used. So I like to just put that in there because people are like, okay, now this oily lady's even more crazy because she's putting her toothpaste on her armpits. But <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I have to try that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. It's a really weird like sensation at first, but it's a fun ditch and switch. It really is fun. Um, so that's like my bathroom routine. And then I, Young Living. So Young Living is like, a one-stop wellness shop. They have everything from like oils, obviously. And then they have like makeup and supplements and a baby line and a pet line and a literally like everything that you could need in terms of your health and wellness. They got it. And so all my supplements that I take, I take through Young Living. They're all infused with essential oils. And when we talk about purity and where things are coming from, um, our supplements are a huge thing to like, you want to know where they're coming from because companies are filling them with God knows what. Um, they're not as, you know, true and pure as they might claim that they're being because there's not a lot of rules and regulations around supplements and essential oils. And so really knowing where your stuff's coming from is so, so, so important. And you get what you pay for. And that's something that we can talk about as price point and why, what the difference is between that. Um, anyways, that was a tangent. But my supplements, so like Super B, Super C, Life 9 is my probiotic. Essential Zymes is amazing mm-hmm. um, for your digestion. There's a few supplements that I take on like an as needed basis, like comfort cleanse, things like that. Um, so that's like my morning. And then in terms of like my day and what I'm doing, my brain, I wish there was a way that like I could somehow like implant something into my brain and like record what the heck goes down in a day because <laughs> it's so it's so wild. Um, but I'm always like masterminding. Like, ba- like basically how to get essential oils into every single person's home that I know. And when I say that, it's not from a salesy standpoint. And I actually was talking with a girlfriend the other day and it, she made such a good point. And she, she's like, Beck, you're such an inspiration to me because like, you're just so passionate. And when, you know, when people lead with passion, the money just naturally comes. Like, I don't do this. I, like, yeah, the financial aspect of it is needed because we live in a world where we need money to, you know, pay for our things and get food and have a house and whatnot. But that's not that's not what drives me. It is helping people and getting into people's homes that literally fuels my fire. And Mary Young, the founder of Young Living, she always says she's like good money in good hands makes good things happen. And so that's like where that worthiness piece comes in. Like the more income that I make from sharing the love of Young Living, I know that I'm getting that income because I'm I'm doing good. And what am I going to do with my money? Yeah, I'm going to support myself and my family. But you better believe that I'm constantly giving back. I'm constantly donating. I'm constantly, you know, giving people like $25 off their starter kits. Like I wish I could buy a starter kit for every single person because I just want it and everybody's home because I truly care. So my day from like once my routine is on, I'm like, okay, like how can I make this a reality for so many people, especially when you don't see the value yet? Some people are like, why would I spend $200 on a box um, when like these bottles are so little? I don't know how to use them. Da 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 da. So I like to get creative. Um, I love spending time outside. I try to get outside every single day. Um, I have a cat, Maine Coon, uh, Rupert. He is like my child. And so 
we've trained him on a leash. And so <laughs> I saw that uh, on Instagram. I was <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So he now is very routine and he'll meow at us until we take him out. And so that's good. He's keeping me busy outside. Um, but yeah, like I, like every day is different. And so from like my morning routine on, um, it's so hard to tell you like exactly what I do, whether, but basically the, everything that I do in my day, the focus is people and helping like on a greater level and helping people see the light, being the light, like being a light worker and just doing that. But while I'm doing that, you know, life happens and I'm not somebody that's like, Oh, I'm anxiety free. I don't have anxiety anymore because you better believe it. I still do, but I'm able to be attuned with my body and listen enough that when those little like signs of anxiety come up, I just apply my oils. So my oils come with me everywhere. Valor, peace and calming, frankincense, white Angelica. Um, those are, those four are everywhere that I go. And then I have like my dye dyes because well, Again, we're human. We never know when we're going to have an upset stomach or heartburn. And then my RC for like congestion and allergies and things like that. And I have like my little, it's like a little first aid kit of oils that I, that comes with me everywhere. And I use those as I need to throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, come the end of the day, I, again, pretty much do the same routine over again. Um, I don't apply all my, like all my oils again before bed, but I do apply a good amount of them. Same face routine, same tinctures, same oral care. And then I love ending my day with my partner. I find, you know, it's so important to spend that time with those like who are like in your home with you. And so I enjoy doing that with him. And then we get our diffusers on and we go to bed. And throughout the day, you know, there are diffusers in every room of my house and something that a lot of people say when they get started, like a lot of people don't even want a diffuser and they're like, well, can I get a starter kit without a diffuser? I'm like, what? No. No. Like, (laughs) I'm like, you want more diffusers. You want one in every room of your house. And so it's funny, a girl that I just shared the love with, she, she was that exact example. And she was like, Oh, I'm so glad that I got my diffuser. She's like, I'm diffusing all day, every day. I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, cause once you have it, you're like, and it works. You're like, okay, yeah, how, like, I can't imagine my life without this. So our diffusers are going 24 seven. And, uh, yeah, that's like a really, I feel like long and short version of a day in the life of the hippie house. <laughs> um, I'm always plotting out my next ditch and switch. I'm always, you know, researching and reading, um, on the next best thing. And, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Yeah, but there's I, lots of oils happening all day, every day. <laughs> I have my diffuser going now that I'm home all day too. It's going all day. It is the very first thing I do in the morning because yeah. I have one in my room and one in my living room. And then I just was like googling, like, can I get like a small one for my bathroom? Like, <laughs> like a wall plug? Like, does that exist? I wasn't able to find one, but someone should invent that so that I can have like a miniature wall plug diffuser in my bathroom. But yeah, every morning I put on like some sort of citrus, whether it's tangerine or lemon, it's just like a thing. And every single night I put lavender and it's just like Mm -hmm. part of like my habitual routine. And then it's, I just have oils going constantly. But I also think it's important to note that not all of your dishes and switches are oils. Some of them are like reusable, um, paper towel. I saw that one. That was really cool. You got a stainless steel razor. So like these are ditches and switches that everyone could do. You had the biodegradable shower puff. What is that? Yes. 
Oh, my loofah. Yeah. 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 So, like not everything is oils. A lot of them are just yeah. more sustainable, eco-friendly, yeah. more natural alternatives. I just, I love them. I absolutely live for the dishes and switches. I think they're so cool. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Yeah. I have so much fun doing it. And you know, and there's, cause now I'm at a point where I'm like, oh my gosh, I've like, what can I ditch and switch next? Because now I'm coming from a place of now they're wants more than needs. Cause I'm like, okay, well, like for example, my phone case. So this one is coming up. I'm just waiting on it. So Pila, I think that's how you say it. Mm -hmm. They have the like biodegradable phone cases and I've wanted one for so long, but my phone case that I have now is in like min, like it's not in mint condition, but it's work. Like I don't need a new phone case. Mm -hmm. And so my neighbor got one. She's like, Oh, look at my new phone case. I got it. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like I really want one. And then she sent me a picture of, so when you buy a phone case from Pila, they actually send you like a little piece, like a envelope or something that you put your current phone case in and you send it back and they properly recycle it. Oh, so I was like, okay, this is no longer like a want. Like I can make this a need and I can feel okay with, you know, sending Cause my, the phone case I've had, is like a year and a half old. It, it's old. It's raggedy, whatever. But now I can, you know, consciously buy a new case and send back the one that I'm using and not feel like I just bought a ditch and switch just to have a ditch and switch. So that's really what I'm like working on now are things that, you know, because I don't want to create waste by just ordering it to say, Oh, look at, I made a switch this week when I didn't need, need to make that switch. And so it's been a lot of fun kind of thinking outside the box and really digging deep to see how I can make these switches um, without, you know, creating waste in like the making. So yeah, it's a lot of fun, but yeah, mm -hmm. if you guys, um, head to my Instagram page, I have all of my dishes and switches saved in the highlights. And so most of them are actually not oily in nature because when I started the hippie house, I didn't want people to, I don't, I, I never want to be an infomercial, right? Like when we think of network marketing, I hate to say it, but we all know people that are infomercials and I know you all know them and where it's all the graphics from whatever company they're with. It's always about sales, always about whatever. And it's like, where is like your testimony? What about your mm -hmm. life? What about whatever? And so when I started the hippie house. I didn't even share like essential oils as an official ditch and switch. I think into like number like, like week 18 yeah. because I didn't want it to be like, Oh, I did two switches and Oh, let's talk about oils. I mean, I talk about oils all the time in my story and I do post about it, but it's very, um, I, I don't know. I find it very like it's balanced. Like I almost have mm -hmm. like a, it's like I have this algorithm of like every like five posts I do, then I'll do an oily one or something because I don't want to bore people. And I, and there are still people in my life that don't use oils and maybe never will. And I still like them. I still love them. It's not like, I'm like, Oh, you don't use oils. We can't be friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like, I'm just so passionate about it. So I think you just your, walk the yeah. walk. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just like part of your life. And like, yeah. that's, that's what got me onto it. I was just like, Oh, okay. She uses this for that. And this for that. That's kind of cool. And yeah, my gateway oil, like I said, was peppermint. <laughs> yeah. As yeah. soon as I felt that sensation on my skin and my yeah. muscles, I was like, <laughs> okay, this is a thing. So I think that like the reason why it's working so well for you is because it is just part of your life. You're just walking the walk, talking the talk they're incorporated in your life and the people who aren't successful are the people who are constantly posting buy this buy that you need yeah. this we're having a sale we're doing this it's just like sorry but like shut up like, yeah show us yeah. how you use these things 
in your life and yeah. like how they're just a part of, of who you are and the passion that's behind them instead of just constantly trying to make money because that's when people are, they're just going to unfollow you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And, and that's something that I always tell people is people don't buy young living. They, they buy you or whatever somebody's buying. They don't buy the product they're buying you. And so like, think about it. There are so many people that are, you know, Young Living wellness advocates that people could buy oils from. You can go on to Young Living and make an account without even having somebody, you know, refer you, if you may. And so what, like, so that's always what I ask myself. What, what can I do to set me aside that shows people that, you know, I really genuinely care. It's more than just a sale. And I hate, you know, I, I hate whenever I teach classes, I hate that part when I have to talk about, you know, that exchange of like, you give money for this and then you get that. Because it's so much more than that, so much more than that. And that is like, like you said, I walk the walk. Like I make that so incredibly known to people because I never want to be that infomercial ever. Mm-hmm. And another thing I want to cover is you're, you're pharmaceutical free. Yeah. Can you, because we know all the things that I like to talk <laughs> about, can you talk about periods and birth control? Oh, yes, I can. Oh, yeah. So, okay, so in general, pharmaceuticals, so when I started, so a good solid two years of, like, completely pharmaceutical-free, aside from birth control. Mm -hmm. In August 2019, I was like, I'm done. I'm going off. And so prior to, well, go back to, like, elementary school days, I got my period really young. It was horrendous. It was, like, a month long, and then it would be gone for a week, and then it would be back for two weeks. It was so irregular. And, um, at the time we, you know, that happens, you go to your doctor and then I was, I think I was 11 and they had me taking four birth control pills a day. Whoa. Um, yeah. To regulate. And so once I was regulated, I like, so from the age of like 11 on 10 or 11 on, I never had like a real and true period. And so, you know, at this point in my life, as I, you know, went down the rabbit hole of pharmaceuticals and chemicals and all the things I'm like I need to get the hell off of the pill like it is awful and you know when you really think about it it's literally like girls were taking the pill to you know avoid one one like two three days of getting pregnant like there are so many other ways that we can you know track and support ourselves and like not getting pregnant that doesn't involve us taking anything and so anyways in the back of my mind there was the fear of oh my gosh, like, what if my periods go back to being irregular? What if I'm like, because I haven't virtually had any, anything irregular about my periods for years, because it was so synthetically monitored every single month. And so when I went off, I doubled up on my oils. So again, that progressin Phyto Plus, Endoflex, Dragon Time, and Clary Sage, I was taking, I was rolling those on once a day before. Now I roll them on twice a day. And I almost wish now that I've, you know, been off the pill and it was such a success. I came off, my periods were the same, like five days, like light flow, not like no P virtually no PMS, no like tender breasts, no cramping, no bloating, irritability, like no. And so honestly, I don't know. There was no difference from going off the pill to like from being on it to being off it. And I, I really give a lot of credit to my oils because even when I was on the pill, I was like 
you know, when I first started my oil journey, I was on the pill and suffering hugely from cramps, PMS, tender breasts, all, all the symptoms that, you know, typically come with it. And then as I started using the oils, I like, I didn't even know when I would get my period anymore, which is huge because I always knew when it was coming. And now I have no idea. I'm like, Oh, surprise, here you are. Mm -hmm. And so I wish now that I I stopped using the oils to see what my first few periods would have been like completely off of the pill with no, you know, essential oil support. But honestly, it was the best thing I've ever done. What I am doing um, as my form of birth control is I use a basal temperature uh, thermometer. So I take my temperature every single morning. It was that was one of my ditch and switches, actually. And so um, the thermometer that I bought was like 30 bucks off Amazon. It Bluetooths to my phone. It graphs it all. You can like print your graphs. You ch- like you chart your cervical mucus and um, like your period. Like you just track everything. Mm-hmm. And it tells you, you know, when you ovulated and when you're like low conception rate and high conception rate. And I love it. And yeah. when we talk about like, I always tell people that we all have this like chemical cloud up like over our head from like the things that we're using in our home, the products we're using, like the pharmaceuticals we're taking. And you don't notice that you have this cloud above you until you start removing these things from your life. And then it's like, you're like, Oh, like, wow, everything's (laughs) clearer. Yeah. And so even at the point, you know, in August, every like, I hadn't taken pharmaceuticals in a year and a half at that point. I, every, like we had no chemicals in our home, no toxins. And even just that one change getting off of the pill there, I was like, Oh my, like, damn, there was still a little cloud hanging over my head because it was like, I was even more clear than I was prior to. Mm-hmm. So yeah. In my women's health class, um, my professor is a doctor. She is, She's just phenomenal, and I'm actually, like, sad this class is over because I'm in kinesiology. It's all about muscles and movement and exercise and all of these things and disease. Um, But I never really got the opportunity to take a lot of women's health courses because they just don't really exist in my faculty. We're more focused on, like, biomechanics, physiology, anatomy. Um, So this semester I took a women's health course, and my professor is just – she's just a badass. She's so freaking cool. Um, she did her master's in like a lot of like molecular studies. Um, and then she realized that she wanted to go more like the sociology route and like, what are you sort of the influences on women and what influences women's health. And she sort of talked a lot throughout the course about how we've really just lost a lot of connection with our bodies in so many different ways, whether it be the media, the medications that we take, um, we've just lost connection. A lot of girls can't even identify how long a cycle is. A lot of girls don't know when they ovulate. They don't know that there's a temperature difference when you ovulate and you can see it like on your phone on that app. Yeah. Um, So if we just bring like a whole different level of presence that we're sort of lost from taking a lot of these things, then we would be a lot better off. So our most recent lecture was actually about oral contraceptives and it kind of blew my mind because same thing, like I've been on birth control for so long because my periods were crazy and my acne was just horrible. Like I was putting makeup on to play rugby. Like that's messed up. (laughs) And like if someone took a photo of me playing rugby and my makeup was coming off, I would literally go in on picnic and like smooth over my skin Um, so it's been a long time 
And I was just sitting in this lecture like, oh my God, like she was telling us about all the hormonal changes and how like the percents of people that actually can identify those changes are like the luteal phase and the follicular phase and the temperature differences and mucus differences and, you know, what mucuses say that they don't want any sperm and what mucuses say, come on in sperm, like let's get in here and get this girl pregnant. Um, So like that was really interesting and just like a, a whole level of connection and presence that we've lost and the other big thing and this is like evidence-based research is not scare anyone if you're listening and you're on oral contraceptives just talk to your gynecologist about the type that you're on but some oral contraceptives cause flatlining of estrogen Um, and when you get that flatlining of estrogen you significantly increase your risk of breast cancer ovarian cancer uterine cancers now there are a lot of other factors that play into this it's not just the birth control alone but say if you're someone who is already has a genetic predisposition to getting something one of those um, feminine cancers that flatlining of estrogen and not ovulating is is quite significant and very important always talk to a gynecologist obviously about what's best for you but I think it's so cool like learning about how you can track when you're ovulating with temperature yeah it's honestly crazy coolest thing it is and like you said like before like my vaginal discharge I'm like what the fuck is this like this is (laughs) disgusting why like because I didn't even know I had a purpose. Mm-hmm. And then when I was working alongside my naturopath, he was like, yeah, like when it's like this, this means this and this means that. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So now I'm like this beautiful little discharge is like like I'm listening to my body. I'm paying attention to what is happening. And like you said, I know what sperm likes, what it doesn't like. And like even, you know, being attuned with your body. And like you said, like I can I don't even have to look at my app anymore to know when I'm ovulating because I can just feel, I can just feel it. I just know. Mm-hmm. And so it's really, really fascinating. And, you know, and I do want to touch on, cause that kind of reminds me of oils too. And that's like another reason why I love sharing essential oils so much because you can't overdose on them. You can't overuse them. And so you listen to your body. It's not like an Advil. You have a headache, you take one and then, Oh no, your headaches back. And then what now? you can't take an Advil again for another six hours or you take another one and put your liver into overdrive. Like you just apply more oils. You just Mm -hmm. listen to your body. And so I think that awareness of, you know, connecting with yourself again, because we've become so reliant on something or somebody to fix everything that we forgot that we we're brilliant beings. We are born with all of these things wired into us to know what we need and to lean on, you know, natural solutions and, plant medicines and all the things like our bodies thrive on it and it's you'll be surprised how quick when you start using it how well your body's responding and how naturally you just know like if you're sitting here right now and you're like well I don't know like how 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 do I like how do you even begin to know and my answer to that is you just know like I (laughs) like when I look back I'm not like oh yeah that was the time when I realized I was ovulating it's just like you just you just know. Yeah. You're, there's just such a, such a deeper connection that I think a lot of people have lost and a lot of people can yeah. really, really, really benefit from. So let's, let's dig deep. I'm a Pisces. I like deep chats. 
And yes, I really, really like um, just with this podcast, I really like to sort of help people, you know, find their mission, find their calling, design a life that they love, a life that they wake up each day and they're excited to live and just sort of getting on the right path because I didn't know what path I was on for the longest time. I knew I was in kinesiology. I knew that I wanted to help people, but I wasn't sure how. And then once I sort of found my path and was like, oh my God, I care so deeply about like reproductive health, perinatal health and wellness, pregnancy, postpartum, all the things. Um, It hit me like a freaking train. Like it was just like, boom, like we're here. This is what you're supposed to do. So how did you sort of know that you were on the right path? Oh, that's a really good question. Honestly, the feeling that came with it. And I I feel like that we're like, we're really focused on like what we're feeling and what's going on in our bodies. But like I knew in my soul and it's funny because I fought my soul and my soul truths for so long. And when we look back to when, you know, I decided to run, with my young living business, I was enrolled to go get my undergrad in child and youth care. Like I was like, I was like ready to go for Ryerson and I dropped. So I like everything was paid for. Like my semester was starting and two weeks before the semester began, I dropped out and I decided that I was running with young living and it took me months because I applied for university. What? Like in, in the, like January, February, whenever you apply. And so I had like a good, eight months to fight this internal battle of Beck, like, like go do the oils, do the oils, do the oils. But then it was like that societal norm of no, you, you go to high school, you go to college, you go to university. This is what you do. And it was almost like I was trying to like degrade, you know, like network marketing, like, you know, these people don't have education, these people, you know, whatever. And that is so not true. And Mm -hmm. so as I kind of, fought that back and forth for months and months and not even voicing it to anybody. Nobody even knew that this was going on for me because I was so embarrassed to think I just worked my ass off all through high school, all through college to get to where I am to finally be able to go to university to now say, Oh, just kidding. I'm going a completely different route. And, um, I was embarrassed. I was shamed. And there was also a lot of guilt and, I get so emotional every time I talk about it. So I could very well cry. But honestly, like the thought of, you know, like abandoning the children and youth that needed me, like I'm good at what I do. I am an unreal child and youth worker. And I can say that so confidently Mm -hmm. because I pour everything into what I was doing, but I was burning out, but I had that guilt of walking away, of leaving the kids that I worked so hard to finally be able to support to then be like, oh, just kidding. And so my, you know, my why with Young Living is there is a huge financial abundance that comes with it as you continue to rank. And so my end goal, I don't even know what it's going to look like yet, but when I am gold, platinum, diamond, and beyond, you better believe that my money that I am making is going to be, I don't know if I'm going to be running a group home. I don't know if it's going to be, I don't know what it's going to be yet, but children and youth are at the heart of everything that I do. And that is when I merged that together. And I was like, okay, I can, you know, I still have my child and youth care diploma on my wall and it will forever be on my wall because I am so proud of that everything that you know I did up until this point in my life I was meant to do 
Um, it just took me a while to really realize that and to be okay with changing, com- like completely changing directions, but still having the same drive, the same, you know, the same outcome is people and helping people and vulnerable populations and helping people have their voice. And it's so, and it, even now going down this route that I'm on, it's almost even more beautiful because not only am I still supporting children and youth, but I'm supporting family dynamics. I'm supporting people with making better food choices, better like choices in terms of what laundry detergent they're using. That's no longer going to harm their child because the phthalates aren't going to be clinging to their organs anymore. And so like all of this, so it's, it's even better than yeah. what I was originally going to do. And it just, yeah. Anyways, that was a really long rant. <laughs> That's okay. But I, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I think that, you know, like what path you're supposed to be on. I think there has to be like an element of like mindfulness and oh, yeah. because yeah. once you become more mindful and you actually pay attention to like what your intuition is telling you to do, you just know, like once yeah. I started, I, I was going through my computer. I think I've told you the story for every single one of my courses, no matter what it was, I found I was writing about endometriosis, vaginismus, women's representation in sport, women's this, women's that, pregnancy, like even for like my muscular physiology class, we had to write about some sort of muscular dysfunction. So it can be like muscular dystrophy or cerebral palsy or all those things that we all know. And I was like, the uterus is a muscle. What are some disorders of the muscle of the uterus? And then it was just a feeling. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm writing all these papers about all these things with feminine health. And then that element of mindfulness, like this is my calling. Like you just, you just know. And I think that because so many people are so out of touch with their themselves, their minds, mind, body, soul connection, um, with the present moment, they, they don't know when they're on the right path because they're not paying attention to those, those bits of intuition every single day that are telling them this is where you're supposed to be going. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and I think a lot of it too is like the, like there's that. And then there's the battle of the societal norms of, like when I like I remember having such a fear within of talking to Sean and being like I want to leave my job that is so secure with the pension the benefits the time the summers off the weekends off I like I want to throw that away and do something completely different like there's so much there's a lot that goes to it but I I'm telling you guys that you know we live this life once and so I feel like that's so cliche to say but like if you're not, if what you're doing is not filling your bucket every single day, and if this, you know, what's happening in the world right now and being home and you are miserable, reflect on that. Why? This is the time, you know, to not dwell in that, but to like really figure out what you want to do and um, like run for that. Run. Mm-hmm. So if you could say like one flat sentence to someone who hasn't found their calling or their mission or their passion or their purpose, one sentence you could tell them if they haven't found that yet, but they want to, what would you say? Um, look within. Mm. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I go, love in. That. go, go inward, go in, go deep. And, um, once you connect, I always like, I like, I always, I call her my inner child and I truly, it's like my little Rebecca is still within and we are like best friends and once I started looking at, I realized how distant I was from, from her. Mm-hmm. And so that, yeah, 
go within. That's go in. phenomenal. I love that. And yeah. what would you tell someone who is, who sort of maybe they, now they know their calling, they know what they want to do, um, but they have to take a leap like you did and they're fearful of doing that. So what would you tell that person who is just so afraid to take the leap? I would tell them exactly what my partner said to me when I was ready to take the leap. And that is, what's the worst that can happen? You have to, what, apply for a job in a week if all else fails or in a year? There's really, like, and I think that's it. We build it up to be such this huge, huge thing in our heads. And it is. Like, they're huge leaps. But mm-hmm. I think we think once we make that leap, we can never go back. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? You can. <laughs> like, yeah. like just, just do it. Yeah. Just do it and deal with it as it comes. Like, I remember even, you know, when we just bought our house and my mom was like, oh my gosh, when I look at when I bought our house, like we were hardly making payments. And like the universe always supports you. She was like, we always just ended up being able to pay for everything anyways. And so it's so true. Like the universe supports all that you do. And so when you put it out there and like, you're really vibing with it and you're in your alignment and you know, like, <laughs> um, yeah, like just just do it because the worst that's going to happen is that you're going to have to apply for a different job or you're going to have to maybe I I really don't know. There's tons of examples, but yeah. Even like when I wanted to start YouTube, which I've abandoned for the last year, which is coming back. Um, <laughs> but when I wanted to start like making YouTube videos and when I wanted to start the podcast, I was so fearful to take that leap because I was afraid of what other people would think and mm-hmm. I was like People are going to make fun of me. People are going to watch the videos and make fun of me. But then again, like, what's the worst thing that can happen? Like, does that really affect me and my moral character and my moral virtue and my life? No, like, I don't give a shit because there might be 10 people who say, like, that podcast is so freaking stupid and I hate it. But then there might be one person that said, like, that podcast was the best thing that happened to me this week. And that's that's why I'm doing this for. So I think that's really important. Yeah, I love that. Um, if you could only have one oil for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh my gosh. So I really, really had to think about this one because I just want to be like, come to my oil shelf. Let me tell you about each and every one of them. <laughs> um, but Valor. Valor would be the Valor because that's yeah. what I start my day with. That was my gateway oil. And um, it, it literally, like, before we did this podcast, I'm, like, bathing in it. It's on my crown chakra. It's in my diffuser right now. Like, that is what really, like, makes me feel like superwoman every single day. It gives me confidence. It makes it, like, I can't, I mean, it doesn't, no. Okay. I guess it does give me confidence, but, like, I can't even explain the feeling that it gives me. So, Valor is 1,010% my oil that I could never be without. And I know you guys can't see me, but I'm I'm looking at her and I'm, I'm loving on her right now because she's <laughs> right beside me. <laughs> and then someone on Instagram asked what the best oils that you would recommend for anxiety and depression. Oh my God. Valor, <laughs> Valor, um, Valor, peace and calming, white Angelica, frankincense. Um, those are, yeah, those are my four. There's like so many more. And like, I know you guys, like you could go back in the podcast and listen to what I'm the, like the per, like the specific names of the rollers that I'm using, but those four are good. Like that's a co- core four. Those are your core four. Your Valor, Peace and Calming, Frankincense, and White Angelica. Love it. And what? This is another question from Instagram. What oil would you recommend for someone who's always tired? Mm, peppermint's a good one. Okay. Um, peppermint is amazing for like raising alertness, concentration, like any of that. So 
I rely on that one a lot in the diffuser and topically for that. And then there's also an oil called Energy. And it's like caffeine in a bottle. It's pretty, it's pretty phenomenal. I think I need that. that, Yeah. (laughs) So that's when I actually apply every single morning to my chest and spine because I'm like, yeah, I can never have enough energy. So those would, yeah, peppermint and energy for sure. Okay. I think I need to order energy right when we get off of this. (laughs) Yeah, you do. You're going to love it. (laughs) So where can everyone find you? So Instagram, um, at the hippie house, hip. So it's, the hippie house but house has two e's on it if you type in the hippie house with only one e it's like this bong shop and you're at the wrong hippie house (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah hippie house with two e's on instagram um i am the hippie house on facebook with one e um those are like my two main domains and then from there if you want to connect like through text whatsapp whatever i'm so open to that i literally love friends and i i want to be your friend so come hang out and um, yeah, okay, that's where you can get me. And if anyone needs anything oily related or or thieves or is interested in Young Living whatsoever, you have your long, Young Living link in your link tree in your Instagram, right? Yes, that's correct. Okay. So they can yeah. go there. And if you have any questions, if you're interested, if you're not interested, then that's fine. But like I said, open mind. Yeah. Um, but if it is something that you want to start on, I always would recommend going with Young Living and going to you because you you just know everything. Like you just, it's insane. Like all of the things <laughs> that are just in your brain about all of these products is just like, oh my God. So go to the Hippie House on Instagram. Um, I'll link it in the show notes and then you guys can also, um, probably find it on my Instagram cause I'll probably put up a post for, for some sort of promo, but thank you so much for, cool. for coming on this. This is, I think this was a really cool episode. I think we covered a lot of really interesting things that I hope a lot of people can sort of yeah. take from and learn from. Yeah. Thank you for having me. My heart is like exploding heart plosion. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know how I end an episode? Tell me. I, I always say one line. I always say it's a beautiful life, so we can say it together. (gasps) Yay! Okay, I'm so excited. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Ready? It's a beautiful beautiful life! life. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Thanks so much. Thanks, everyone. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Crazy Beautiful Life podcast today. As always, make sure that you are subscribed and following the podcast so you never miss an upcoming episode. And as always, if you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at bee.spiers. That's at b.spears. It is a beautiful life. Take care.